0: Uh, Check out their website, npteff.com, and use the code HET at checkout for 10% off to all of our listeners and fans. Hello, everybody. Dr. F. Scott Field here with another Teach Me Something Tuesday tip. This one's actually for the teachers out there or the educators. I believe we're all educators, especially as healthcare providers. Good portion of our job is to educate people and patients on what is going on in their healthcare world. One of the things that I wish that I had explained to me when I was a student is to really explain how learning works, right? Go into the process of learning and explain it to your students. Explain it to your patients. Explain how we take things in and how we best learn. I didn't know how to learn until I had gone through an EDD program, and that is borderline ridiculous. I've mentioned this before, but I was a rote memorizer. I would just memorize things. I would read things and highlight them over and over and over again until I memorized them and thought I had it down. That didn't really help me learn anything. That was just basically recall. And if you know anything about Bloom's taxonomy, recall is at the very bottom of that list. And so the ability to recall things doesn't help you much when it comes to actually figuring out what it is you're trying to learn. So, uh, you know, again, I would try to educate on how learning works and the fact that, you know, we're trying to make connections in the brain. Uh, So, storytelling works very well. Uh, we learn very well from stories we try to make relationships uh, with those stories and with things that relate to our our lives and our our stories and then from there it's a matter of trying to put the pieces together and connect the dots right and to see the bigger picture to look at the thirty thousand foot view right if uh let's just uh, take for instance joint laxity right let's say there's there's a, a joint laxity at a patient's elbow right And, uh, you know, this patient is uh, relatively young, relatively healthy, they're a gymnast, uh, but they have some joint laxity in their elbow. And uh, it's not just the, the left elbow, it's the right elbow too, there's both elbows, right? So they're both really lax. If we understand how joint laxity works, then we can kind of recognize that if we see some joint laxity in the knees as well, it's basically the same process and it's probably the same thing going on, right? Again, we've got a young limber female, let's say gymnast who is just very flexible and there's a strong chance they're gonna have some joint laxity. Plus, very mobile, right? Healthy, a lot of stretching going on, a lot of uh, movements uh, going on. So, you know, it is not abnormal for there to be joint laxity in these, athletes right and and it makes sense then for us to be able to expect laxity in other joints right from there we now need to figure out how to firm up some of those joints so that they're supported right so again it's something as simple as that knowing what joint laxity is how it happens how it occurs how much is too much when is there not enough what populations does uh, it make sense for there to be some joint laxity and why All of those things kind of help you think about and learn the big picture of joint laxity, right? It's not just one little joint laxity is when there's too much motion and mobility in the joint, right? It's not that simple and so being able to think further up and down the chain being able to think about the the why's behind it right a lot of times we say in physical therapy it depends right that's a big question mark and that that's true because it really does depend it depends on the population underlying comorbidities you know and and so just if you really think about the process of learning and and hearing that story of that gymnast that came in with a really flexible elbow, and then you recognize that it was both elbows now that were flexible. Then, you know, you went further down the chain and saw that the knees had a little extra laxity, right? Now we're starting to see common themes and we're starting to piece together where that's happening, why it's happening, what it looks like from a bigger picture standpoint. So really go in and explain the process of how learning works. I think it'll both help you to explain things to to students or to, to patients, but it'll help them understand how they're trying to put together the bigger pieces. Hope that was helpful, and we'll see you next week.